On this edition of Magic Pod Squad, myself, David Steele, Jeff Turner, and George Galante all sit down to recap the first half of the season. We put a bow on 2019 and look ahead to the second half of the season here in 2020. We'll also try to shed some light and give you a little behind-the-scenes feel of what it's like on a day-to-day basis traveling and working with and covering Markel Fultz, just such a terrific young man. Uh, Really, one of the great stories in the NBA this year, so we'll give you a little feel for that. And the injury bug that's hit the Orlando Magic hard this year, losing Jonathan Isaac uh, for quite some time, and a number of Magic players that have missed games this year. We'll answer a number of fan questions and try to give you a feel of what it's like to travel for an NBA team here this year. The decision to put Daryl Armstrong into the Magic Hall of Fame. We'll get into that and how deserving Daryl is and what a special night that will be coming up here soon. And expectations for the second half of the season. So lots to get into here on this edition of Magic Pod Squad. This is Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. This is Evan Fournier. This is Jonathan Isaac. This is Mo Bamba. Check out what's new with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The host of characters give you a behind-the-scenes look at Magic basketball. The Magic Pod Squad has you covered. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and the Google Play Store today. Well, guys, I think it's important to start on a, on a very high note, the fact that uh, listenership is way up for this podcast, which I think is huge. And Say it, it again. translated to yeah. $0. We have zero sponsors to show for it. Well, let David know, though, because David David doesn't think anybody listens to this at all. David well, arguably, thinks, he could be right. He could be right. The it, listenership up has gone from about 8 to 10. So I think that's where we're at. 1,000, right? That's 10,000. That's where we're at as far as subscribers. 8 to 10 people? 1,000. Well, there's four people in this room. Yep. So that counts for half no, of it. That's a problem. You got our families. But there's a well, my family doesn't subscribe to this. So listenership is up on the podcast, and viewership is up on TV. Right? Things are looking up for you guys. Things are looking this, up. This Things are looking world, up, right? Aren't they, Jeff? Yes, yes, David. They are. Yes, they are. <laughs> so we're back, and uh, no special guest this week. It's no just special the four guest. of us. I, we got well, we the had, original pod we had was this Were they? Was, was this command appearance? Like people? This is what people want. Is the four yes, of us that's just what talking about something? Everything, that? everything <laughs> else fell through, and this is <laughs> everything the only else thing fell that through. Was left. So this is where we're at. We had something lined up, and it fell through. So we're we're making we do, do with get, what we got. Every time we post something, we do get people that say, "Grant," and people it could be one person ever, but uh, mm-hmm. but I think from time to time, people are people like when we kind of banter, and so yeah. I felt like we do like a like a mid year review. We'll put a bow on two thousand nineteen, and we'll preview the rest of two thousand and twenty. And there's a lot to be excited about. There's a lot of guys hurt, and there's a lot of <laughs> wow. <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of things to look forward to. So we should start getting healthier, maybe as the year goes on. But I think there's a lot of stuff that we can we can revisit. And what's been fun for me, I don't know about you guys, but we've kind of taken a different approach, and we've kind of let fans get to know some of our travel parties. So we haven't always done a player, and we haven't you know last I year. I like those the best. Yeah, to be most honest. of the shows we got we did it this way last year. But hopefully people have, have found that interesting, and I know I have. We've, we've gotten to learn a lot about yeah. a lot of our travel party. Mm-hmm. That's been good for us. It's yeah. been yeah. You know, beneficial yeah. for us. We've learned a lot. Yeah, for sure. We have a lot more of those to go. But too. we know yeah. a lot about each other, so we're not going to learn much <laughs> about Isn't that Isn't it interesting today. to have George on a trip? We're at the midway point of the season, and George is finally traveling <laughs> yeah. with us. It is not my determination on what trips I have and How what trips I don't. How does that get determined? Well, Joel Glass and I look at the schedule before, like, as soon as it comes out. And usually what happens is Joel hurriedly comes to me about anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes after the schedule is finalized with our whole year planned out. And, <laughs> he waits uh, that long. It, it, well, 
Do you like traveling, George? He waits that long. There's sometimes I do like traveling. There's sometimes I... I feel like Joel really likes traveling. Joel really likes traveling, right? Would you say that Joel, if Joel could go all 41 at this point, he would go? I think you would. I'm just standing in his way. He's our chief communications officer, Joel Glass. He He likes hanging out with his guys. In fact, (laughs) he doesn't have this trip, but he's meeting us in LA, which is pretty But he's told me numerous times that this is my trip. That he's not going to get in the way, and this is my trip. So okay. Okay. I don't know what that means. I don't really know what that means. That means, means but you've got all the work. Right, right. That's what it means. Which is fine. <laughs> Which is fine. That's fine. It's my. It's a vacation. It's my for trip. Him. He gets to okay. just hang out. He's on he break. Just hang out. He's on a break. So before we kind of get, we've got a lot to get into. We've got the Markel phenomenon. I think that's great, and we've got the unfortunate injuries and stuff like that. Hold on. Can we hang on for a second? <laughs> yeah. If we can just paint a picture here, because there's yeah, no sure. video. Right. JT and I. I'm sitting on one corner of Don. We're all in Dante's right. room. Room 528 at the Sawyer Hotel yes, in right. Sacramento. And uh, <laughs> you guys are comfortably in chairs. And JT and I are, are, well, JT's on the bed and he's just trying to move the pillows around. Well, I just. You look uncomfortable. I, well, no, no. I, I was leaning back and I realized Dante's going to sleep on those pillows. He probably <laughs> yeah. doesn't want me leaning on them. So I, so the I just fact, pulled up one the of the throw pillows. The fact that you're sitting on two and your feet are on the other two is. <laughs> I thought I'd pull up a throw I pillow. I thought it was I weird that his shoes were off and just rubbing yeah. his feet on your bed, too. I thought yes. that was really that strange. Pretty, yeah. Really, all right. So go ahead. I'm sorry. My questions are pouring in, by the way. So we have a lot of fan questions to to address. And okay. I, and I'll throw one of them out now. Uh, somebody, and you can be marinating on this. Orlando Magic, it comes from an international fan. Orlando Magic, international, all-time starting five. Ooh, that's a good we'll one. Marinate on that. And I've got his thoughts, but we can readdress when we kind of get to the fan okay. portion. Okay, they it. all have to be not from international. That's, that's what, that what that means, means right? <laughs> not <laughs> from not America. The US. Not from domestic. Olu- uh, would Oyadeji be on that list? Olumide Oyadeji? Yeah. He'd be yeah, on he that list. Be on he would be injured. How about Patrick be? Ewing? Would he be on that? Yeah. He could be. Sure, sure. But we yeah. caught him at the end of his career. But you Are we talking all-time a, players or saying. when they played for the Magic? Can be. Oh yeah, yeah. There's you can have that criteria however you want. I was thinking more along the lines of he's. You know, most people would consider him, but he's from Jamaica, mm-hmm. right? But I well, think to again to address just as long as they're not born here, it's right? Probably got it. Anybody's safe. I got it. Safe. I got anybody it. Safe. All right. So you can chew on that. But uh, we got a couple questions about uh, packing on a trip and what does the Magic team plane look like on a West Coast trip. Okay. So I think that's I think that's pretty I think that's pretty interesting. I, we typically on planes the players sit up front, mm-hmm. then it's front office, and then it's coaches. Uh, coaches, and then in those little jump seats that the <laughs> next well, to the they're not hold on. The Jeff's on one wing and I'm strapped to the other. <laughs> That's how, that's how that works. That's how it breaks down. They're not little seats. Those little are jump those seats. Are we're all in the jump seats next to the <laughs> all together <spot>. holding hands. <laughs> no, we're oh, in the back, so we don't hear back. a ton. From the players up front, but I know they play guard, they play cards, they play games. They're yeah. they're interacting usually. Sometimes they come to the back to say hello. Mm-hmm. Not not very often, but they do. But they've got first class seating. Oh no, and it's a phenomenal. What, well, what would you call ours? Business class. Maybe? Same first class seats though. I think yeah, our seats are seats. pretty. If you went on a regular flight, commercial flight, like yeah. those aren't coach. No, they're not seats. Coach, I but mean, like, those I are. I would consider it like business class. I mean, they don't. They're pretty like good. The, the players can. I haven't been up there, but I, I'm assuming they. <laughs> I think they the player, the like, players can lay down. down a little further yeah, back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they go all the. You know, it's not yeah. like an international flight where right. some of those where you we'll where you lay lines. all. Yeah, they the don't have those. Work, they never sleep. They just they work. Sleep. And we can yeah. mention tables. we can mention the airline, correct? Is sure. that okay? It's a, yeah. So it's Delta Airlines that has a contract with. I'm guessing a lot twenty better than twenty of the thirty teams. Yeah, and so all the teams share. 
the fleet of aircraft that Delta provides, and they're all configured the same way. Right. So now that's kind of the way most NBA teams travel. There are still a handful of teams that have their own plane that the owners of the team. How many teams provide. do you have? There's not very many. I think it's three. Does Dallas have? Does Dallas three, have one? Three, three Portland was one for a long time. Are they still? And I feel like I feel like Miami. Does Miami still use a oh, certain? No. Detroit used to have one because they were yeah. one of the first, right? Then they used to have round ball one. That was. They I were think I asked somebody. It was there was it was twenty seven of the thirty. Wow, yes. I didn't realize so, it was that many. It's a lot. Twenty. And then it's half the NHL as well. How about that? So they've got all of these are in and used constantly. But it's it's two seats on each side, and they're the big, comfortable first class seats. And we, you know, most of the time we each have our own row. But if we have to double up, most of the time with, David and I are doubled well, up. Me and George are. We're, me we're, and Joel. Are you yeah. and Joel? We, we've got we we share. We're plain buddies. Yeah. I don't know why David drew the short is, the short straw. <laughs> there is no scenario ever where Jeff has a seatmate. There is no scenario. Rarely you luck out on that. Rarely, part, don't you? rarely. Yeah. And it's because uh, why is it? Rodney Powell thinks I need the leg room. Oh, that's what it is. So that's <laughs> so the seat next to you affects your leg room. <laughs> well, I kind of angle a little bit. You know, that's awesome. A, you know, I'm not one of those guys. I'm not a fan. And here's a, here's a lesson people, for all of our listeners. People sitting next to him, right? Get it. I'm not a fan of people on airlines that lean back, right? Correct. They're reclining right. seat because you're not really thinking of the person behind you. So right. I've experienced it. So sure. as the thoughtful person that I am, I rarely lean back, even though John Denton is behind me, and I'm sure it'd be okay. Well, He's a big ask guy you, too. I, I sit in front of you. Do yeah. I? Uh, do you I? You don't I, lean in, back. Now, if it was Joel Class, it's there's just it doesn't really matter. Yeah, Joel. You know, he's he coming leans back. back and he puts his feet well, Joel's on the seat got, in front of him. Joel's a big guy. Without you know, shoes. So. Well, hold on a second. Without shoes. He's not a big guy. <laughs> you know, he's tall. Fred, he's a tall guy. He's not tall. <laughs> well, then why does he lean back? I don't know. You have to ask Joe. You can ask <laughs> Joel that when he comes on the this. trip. Because he and wants Joey, to get comfortable. Joey Cologne always has his own seat, but he doesn't use it. Never uses no, it. He, he is always up with his shoes off. Do you know well, He's part of the he's uh, our Spanish radio crew. The funny thing is I never noticed he had his shoes off until last trip. For whatever reason, I did notice. He was walking around, and I was like, man, he doesn't have his shoes on. Just <laughs> Do you, speaking of not thinking of other people, is that, would that be <laughs> in that criteria? JT? I, I think so, yeah. 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 I'd put that in that. Is yeah. this episode of the Pod Squad just bash the other travel <laughs> no, party no. members? No, people that wanted to know what travel was like. You okay. want to know what travel's like. So, so far, it smells like feet. <laughs> it smells like feet. People just Jeff throw their chairs back. Of, of the people in front of them. <laughs> no, no, i just telling you why, and I, I, I kind of go diagonal with my legs, so it I works. Gotcha. I flight, could. I've got plenty of room to go straight I sit on. with our TV producer, Ty Eastham, yeah. who can only hear out of one ear. Right. So he's got to have the inside seat, right. which is great for me because I get the aisle. Right. And we get to, you know, so I can talk into his good ear. So that works. <laughs> We've got a great flight crews. The flight crews are phenomenal. I will say yeah, that. They do are they great. not take care? I mean, yeah, anything you could possibly want. Except for David with his soup. They don't I get, gave up. Yeah. I gave up. He used to ask all the time, and then that, well, that's... I, well, I, the way I handled it was I just said, what kind of soup do we have tonight? <laughs> and and the for, is... for three years, they said, oh, we don't have soup. But I asked every time. <laughs> What's you a just, soup today? Uh, that would be no soup, hoping sir. that uh, soup would be added to the menu. It never was, so I gave up. Well, then we had a couple year. of off flights where there was soup. And I don't think... It, that I don't, was the best David part. didn't have it. Did you call that soup? So I didn't for I soup. Didn't. I wasn't said, in the mood that night. She <laughs> said, well, yeah, we actually have soup. And he goes, I don't, no, I don't want it. <laughs> Which I thought, I thought was interesting. Well, I thought that was funny, too. But does anything change for a West Coast trip? I mean, you'll listen maybe to longer podcasts or read. or That's another thing. Magic Radio, the, the English radio broadcaster, Dennis Newman, is a reader. 
Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what time the flight is. He'll get a cup of coffee and he'll read a book the entire flight. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah I like to read. I read, listen to uh, to music, doze a little bit occasionally on a long flight. Sure. Five-hour flight, six-hour flight. Do a lot of reading, too. Sometimes we work. Mm-hmm. Sure. A little bit, preparing, right? If we're or not bouncing George's, around too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Putting his notes together. I'll work and then I'll throw on Netflix or something like yeah. that. But. But up front, the players will. We don't really hear. I mean, but them, but again, they're playing games, I playing think it's cards. A lot of the same stuff. Video games. Do. A lot of them People play video games. games right? Yeah. I, I think yeah. the biggest thing about the travel is that it's to me. I, I consider it like door to door. Like we we pull up to the hangar in Orlando. The plane is there. We get off. The buses are waiting for us. They right. take us right to the hotel. You right. know, we we really don't deal with airport issues like most travelers do, which is very nice. Yep. Which is wasn't always that way, you know. No. David and I can vouch for a time when you flew commercial as an NBA team, and it was a little different. So I can't but, even imagine. So that. that's kind of our travel setup, and it'll it'll be like that the rest of the way. And those are good questions. But I, I think the biggest thing to start with is, you know, this Markel phenomenon, and I think that's why we've seen it's been fun the the viewership going up and. <laughs> You're just bouncing all over the place. I thought we were going to talk about international fire. Fo- well, no, that's these are all end. questions. Marinate on that. That's something I just want you to be thinking about. Now, these are people about. that aren't inside the country. They right. weren't born <laughs> right. that's in America. That's these the are people. I mean, right. if you've got your five, we can go now. No. If you want to do it? In no, that no, order. I don't. I thought but Mark, you could each pick one. Yep, there you go. I'll take Nikola Vucevic. We'll have our starting. We'll have our Damn it! I'll go with Evan. Damn it! Hito, Evan, Vuce. Carlos Arroyo is your point guard. Wow. That's a good one. Puerto Rico. Benno Udry. Ooh, Benno that's Udry. a good one. Carlos is better, I think, than, than Benno, right? I don't know. We still need a fifth guy. I thought we were going to talk about something else. Fran Vasquez? No, we, we can't go to that. Are we oh, looking positionally? We looking I thought we had to fill out a starting five. Starting five. five. We should, should go right? by position probably. Well, we can agree Do that we, we have probably a point got Marching Gortat. We get Carlos is our point guard. Carlos, Carlos Arroyo is our, is our point guard. guard. Evan so is the two. A, we just need a four. We can't do March. We use Marchin as a Vooch. we'll use like Marchin as a four. Marchin use Marchin as a four. I like it. Oh, okay. We could play Gortat and Vucevic together. Darko, but maybe not. And then if someone else comes in, it's a good we'll, one. We'll go that route. We may have forgotten someone. Well, we'll think. Through. We'll think of it by the end of the show. But do you not from really from the start of this year till now the midway point and probably for the rest of the year. If you were thinking back on the biggest story from 2019, first half of the season, would you say it's not Markel Fultz? Yes, absolutely. The, the, <laughs> the interest, the interest, the <laughs> yes. phenomenon that has is Markel Fultz, and I guess who's, who's the Markel? Who is the Markel Fultz that you know? <laughs> what a weird I'm question. not sure I understand that question. I don't think I do yeah. either. Well, I mean, just. I think it's hard, guys. I'm just asking. <laughs> Talk about Markel Fultz, however you want to get I, there. I think you can. You, okay, you Paul can, Kennedy, Markel Fultz. That's, that's what I was trying to do. That's I mean, what I was you guys trying to do. Can, but it you, was every, Everybody can see it. Like, Markel Fultz is growing, I think, right before our eyes mm-hmm. every game. Is he going to make mistakes? Like, sure. Like at the end of the Phoenix game? Yeah. Or is he going to do something spectacular like he did in the Brooklyn game where he took you know he took over that game and won us a game that's the first you know you can see right his progression and where he's going and I think that's got to be exciting for I mean it's exciting for for me you know to you can see glimmers of somebody that could potentially down the line you know he could be your guy what makes it so interesting is nobody really knew what to expect mm-hmm. I mean because he had 
had two years of serious issues with his shoulder Mm -hmm. and nobody knew whether or not he was really going to be a viable NBA player I mean there were questions as to whether or not he would be uh, a legitimate NBA player and I think some people were surprised that he he was even in uniform on opening night for the first preseason game the fact that he's played every game except for the one game that Mm -hmm. he had uh, a stomach stomach virus I think you know that that's pretty remarkable and the fact that he's been as good as he is really takes it to a different level so I think on a it should be a bigger story in my mind than it has been so far through the first half of the season. Um, I think it's gone nationally. It's gone well. I mean, it's gone under the radar. We could nationally. We could take some blame for that because Joel and I have been bombarded with requests for him. Bombarded, Mm -hmm. but. I think our thought into the season was we got to try to let this kid just play basketball and let him just be and let him get into his role first before we start throwing the Woges and the Jackie McMullins and the, and sure. the you know, all the, the big sit down deep dives. Um, I think that's a good strategy. I do too. And I think it's working out for him. I think it's working out for us. And I think those stories will still be there. But still the so-called, the people that are the so-called experts, they don't watch the Orlando Magic in no, my they opinion. Don't. No. So I don't even think there are a lot of people that know how good he's been that are the so-called experts of, of NBA basketball. Steve Clifford loves it when you, you know, when he, oh, when he, when NBA someone, insiders, somebody yeah. says NBA, right. the NBA insiders, right. Right. I don't think they have a clue as to what he's doing. I think for me, the biggest thing was, and for me, it was the first time I saw him in training camp. You know, I mean, he'd only played in 33 games over his first two years. Right. And we'd kind of forgotten about you know, the, the, the clips that we looked at from his time at the University of Washington and everything. And when you see him in person for the first time, like I, I, I was just taken aback by the athleticism, the speed mm-hmm. with which he plays, his strength. Like there's a, I, there's something about people, great players, and, you know, and I hate to even say that, but because he's so young and greatness is not there yet, but the potential for greatness is there's a there's just a way they carry themselves, a way they move, an ease, mm-hmm. uh, a way they move about the court, um, and he has that. I mean, you you see it, and I think for me, that is exciting. And I think you know, and, and we have to keep telling ourselves he's missed two whole years of basketball, and he's 21 years old, and but so it, the upside is yeah, incredible. Right. I so I he, think for me, that's part of the phenomenon is you know getting excited about it. at 25. When he gets to you know in four years, what I, right. I came in, I mean, he could be uh, one of the top players in our league. I mean, I just feel that he, that strongly about him. Yeah, you mentioned. I think you started this with who, what is he about or who, who yeah, is he yeah. that type of it thing. It was it was a joke about Paul. That's how <laughs> Paul, that's how Paul I, Kennedy would I ask knew that where question. You, were going. you but, knew what I was doing. But I but I, think, I got blank yeah. stares. But that is that is what I was doing. That I would compare if there's a player to compare him with in the modern era. I think it's Derrick Rose. I think his okay. you know his strength and. You know, when you think about Derrick Rose as a young guy, as a 21, 20, he was an MVP pretty early, what, second or third year. So I don't know that Markell is obviously, you know, he, but he's had injuries to deal with that Derrick Rose didn't have. But, you know, the strength, the upper body strength, the speed, the quickness, the vision that Derrick Rose has. And the other thing about Markell is that it's taken time for his teammates to adapt to him and learn how to best play with him. Like, you know, it, it's just now in the last three or four weeks We've seen him with that penetration in, and then he kind of shields uh, the big man and kicks it out to 
to Vooch, who's trailing on, mm-hmm. you know, on, on a slow, a semi-fast break. And Vooch is getting great three-point looks from the top of the key, which is, uh, you know, a sweet spot for, for Vooch uh, from beyond the arc. Just little things that you see him doing that his teammates are, are learning how to, to play with him. And, and, you know, we get better and better as they learn how to better play with him. This and is no knock on our current roster, but what would, what would Markel be if he had – say the 0809 lineup around yeah, him right. you know if he had Richard on one wing and Turk on another wing and and you know and another everywhere. just if, if he had if he was surrounded with shooters and I'm not saying that our guys aren't shooters but there are you know like our, you know our, our threes and our fours you know aren't 38 39 well, percent three-point shooting you know so if he had shooters around him what would he be? I and mean, he would be unbelievable because the, the floor would be so spaced for him. He would have way more room to operate. Um, he finds open guys. He's always looking to pass first. And maybe that's even to a detriment sometimes. Like there are some times where I think like he could go, like he went at the end of the Brooklyn game and take it over for a few minutes. I think he could do that. But like I think, I think he's just on a straight upward trajectory. I hope that it stays that way. I, and I tell you, and just just the off the court thing is for us, you know, as broadcasters and doing interviews and things like that. And George, it's got to be for you too. He's terrific. He's awesome. He is really good. He's yeah. very, he's beyond his years good. Yeah. I think uh, for his age, the way he's able to handle, um, you know, just sit downs and things like to that. To me, it reminds me of Penny Hardaway, the way he thought the game and the yeah. way that he was able. At right. a young age, to verbalize the game, he, you know, I mean, he lived it. It was, you know, just part of his DNA. Basketball and um, and, and and Penny ba- way back then was really good, you know, verbally. He was outstanding in giving you interviews or just sitting and talking basketball. Markel's the same way. He's Reminds been awesome. Anything we've asked him to do, he's yep, no problem. Whatever you want, you got it. See, that's the so. thing. When, when and when you get stopped by fans, at least that's they can see the stuff on the floor. And yeah, yeah that's good. You guys, are, that's good insight when you saw it early and in training camp and and all that. But they can see what he does on the floor. But I think there's so much intrigue. What kind of guy is he? Who is he? And he's been awesome, as you guys mentioned from the get go. We see him in the hotel. We see him on the bus, the plane, and he's always pleasant. And I just think about his background and where he came from. In a tough city, a city that's tough on guys, and it, let's let's be honest, it didn't go great there because of the injury, and he wasn't able to play. Couldn't it be easy for him to come here and just be a little guarded, maybe, just a little jaded? Well, I think that's what you got to give credit to. Our, you got to give credit to Jeff and those guys oh, sure. and Beops Absolutely. because you know he yeah. came to us. It's you know it's not like he just started yeah. with us in September. Like right. he's been with us since February of sure. last year, and you had all that time to, you know. Here's, here's how we do things. Here's this person does this and this person does that. And this guy's going to take care of you to do this. And he, and he didn't have to play, you know, sure. cause he was not healthy yet. And he could take a few months and sit back and kind of observe. Yeah. And I, and I think that helped us, you know, helped him too, to get comfortable. But it's with everybody. When the time, yeah, absolutely. It's with national. Yeah, it's with absolutely. guys that are outside of the organization. Yeah. I mean, he's just got a great approach and he's not guarded or jaded no. with anyone. And I think that to me, that's very impressive. It just speaks yeah. to the kind of, person that he is yep i agree i think that's good and we'll have we'll have a lot more of him mm-hmm. out there and he's only going to get better and I, I i don't know about you but i expected him to kind of hit a little bit of a wall at some point just because he hasn't played a ton 33 games in two years and Which he still might and he still might he still might but he's kind of plowed right through it he's been pretty impressive yeah he's been uh he's been better than i think any of us could have imagined really in in this situation right. both on and off the court 
And then another thing, obviously, Jonathan Isaac. That was probably, maybe if that's not 1A, 1B, number two, that's a huge story from the first half of the year. He was playing so well, guys. And he was, I mean, as he still, not was, he's not deceased. <laughs> he's, still, he's still with us. But, but he's such a good character. Again, also a, a high character guy, a great teammate. He's about all the right things. And he was on such a, a, a pace of, of improvement from last year. You were so happy for the guy, and you want. I, I was just so excited to see how that whole year was going to play out for him. Yeah, you know, it's funny. You, you watch the game, and and you know, you see a guy go down. You right. know, and it's just when I. It's funny when that happened. David and I are like about as isolated as you can get in an arena. We're stuck <laughs> up, up in the there. corner right. in Washington, and but you know, as soon as it happens, you just. I mean, it's just. I don't know, David. It's like a, an emptiness, I, I, or something. It's like a you just feel so rotten. You know, any of the guys go down, but mm-hmm. there's something special about Ji that, and the, as right. Dante said, the way he was playing on such an upward path. Just a, it's just a tough loss. It was like a just a gut, being a kicked. Punch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I just felt so bad for him and right. and for the team, but. Uh, for the team, for sure, but mainly just you know for him because I know yeah. how hard he's worked and how much he's improved, and he was like you said, he was on a trajectory to have really a special season. I I, I think he would have been you know if if the the basketball insiders had begun watching the team at some point during the season, then I think he would have been getting a lot of attention for a defensive uh, first team. You know, maybe even some defensive player of the year accolades. But don't you think he was on that path? Don't you? I do. Yeah, I think he, he was. was. If, you know, he if, was. It, if it would be recognized. Yeah. And maybe by the end of the year, it probably would have been. You know, we the crazy thing is, is we I had just talked to Dan Savage like the day before about getting something. You know, he he's helped me in the past with like some end of the year uh, publicity things in regards to like getting guys' attention for uh, awards sure. or whatever. Which so we haven't we, done in a while, right? We haven't done it in years. <laughs> Seven or eight to be exact. Was that and coming so, back? Well, we had something getting ready to go for Jonathan to get him some attention for for all defense. I, I mean, we weren't even going to aim for defensive player of the year. We were just, you know, I think our goal was to just try to get him on the all defense first team um, and maybe most improved a little bit as well. And we had just, it was like the day before we had just talked about it. So I feel like. He kind of got jinxed a little bit. And he's by such us, a but such a great person. He's such right? a good and guy. So well liked in the locker room and um, that night by was, everybody. That it, those it was eighteen a tough hours, night. like those eighteen hours, were weird though. Now too, because he gets the injury and everybody, you right. know, like you said, he, it was like a gut punch. And you're you you know, I was walking back with him in the stretcher to, and he went into a doctor's room, which was right next to our locker room, and then the door closed. And now who's in there is Dave Tenney and the doctors and some other side, and you don't know what's happening. And, and I, in my head, I'm thinking the worst, like, oh my gosh, this guy just got wheeled back. He's, his knee's completely blown out. Like, this is a disaster. This can't be good. Um, and then after a few minutes, and the game's still going on, and after a few minutes, the door opens, and Jonathan just walks out. He was the first guy out of the room. Jonathan walks just out. Walks of, out he of just walks out. And he, and he, you know, he's, there's a couple, you know, Nathan Spencer was back there and I was back there and a couple other guys were back there and he just kind of gives us all a fist bump and then walks into the locker room and I'm kind of looking around. I'm like, well, hell, maybe this isn't so bad after all. Like, we're going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then, uh, 
and then you know and then you're just waiting and then he talks to the media and he's even telling everybody you know he's like hey you know feels pretty good but then i remember you said right <laughs> he's standing you, up you, getting dressed he's standing up i gotta tell you jt called it right you right did away. call yeah, it right away right on was, top of it because he was you like, had a yeah. knee injury well, yeah i just remember but here's the thing when you're a player you know you're especially when you're you know things are going well right you in your mind you're fine you know, yeah. the doctor can tell you something or anything like that, but you're just, I know my body and I did the same thing. I mean, I tore my ACL uh, in April, you know, and David will tell you, you know, we were playing, the team was playing well, we were ready for the playoffs and everything and I'm rolling and I tore my ACL and I remember going in the back and the team doctor did his test and everything and saying, well, I think this is what it is. I think it's an ACL, but we won't know. We need to do an MRI. So in my mind, I'm thinking, ah, oh, come on, you know, I'd be, I'd be in pain, you know, because, but I didn't know different people react to it. And sure. I actually, and as I told these, everybody, I got my keys. I called my wife and said, hey, I'm going to Florida hospital to get my MRI. She said, okay, I'll meet you there. She had been watching it on TV, found somebody for the, for our daughter, Allie, to, you know, be there. And I walked to my car. I drove down to the hospital and no went in the MRI. No, no discomfort wow. or anything like good. that. And then, you know, they told me, oh, yeah, you've torn your ACL. So the, the Jonathan part didn't surprise me at all. When I saw it, I was like, it's yep. just yeah. the replay is what, when Jeff yeah, saw it, we're, like, we're off, you know, we're on the on the air. Yeah. And when we saw it on in a commercial break, Jeff said, uh, uh-uh. Yeah. yeah, this is yeah. not. You're, but luckily, he doesn't do no. That. But luckily, he's yeah. got no. You know, there yeah, is no, no ligament it, damage. I mean, like, that's the amazing is. part of this whole thing. No, it came out better than yeah, than exactly. Than it looked I mean, like he, it was. Sure but did. it was not going to be. He's going to miss a couple of days no, and be back. We knew but that's that. What, that's what he felt though. Yes, he felt like you did when you're getting your car. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so that's understandable. I have no problem with that. So that was just that was just you know it was a weird night. It was a roller coaster. You know, you get the gut punch and then you watch him walk out of the room and you're like and you get your hopes back up and then we won and so everybody's kind of feeling good and he's yep, joking sure. around with his team and actually they were joking around with him in the locker room almost telling him like you better really be hurt otherwise because remember when dj went down <laughs> uh, yes okay and dj went down and dislocated his finger or whatever Screaming. he did right yeah. and he just was in agony yeah they're still killing i mean that was months ago they're still killing him for the way oh, he reacted like he got place. this stuff like and they, <laughs> that's that what they friday he said they were yelling get up chris <laughs> so they so they i mean they they were flat out like let's tell let's tell listen you that mri better come back like not wishing harm on him right, but like right. if it was to come back like hey you're only going to miss like three days four days like they they were ready to destroy that kid, <laughs> but right. you know, and then the MRI comes out and the news comes out and then it's and, back know, down landed, again. You we know, landed in Orlando down. and you could see, and you'd figure it's the flight couldn't have been great no, for that. Right. Also, not. Get on a plane to fly back. And, um, he, the way he got down the steps was not easy. Right. And then he got down to the, got, got down to the tarmac and he's walking to his car and it was very, walking very mm -hmm. gingerly. So it didn't look as right as Promising. innocent yeah. Uh, as yeah as he had thought. Well, even, to that but George, point. Is but it you right? still weren't thinking. But he thought maybe a week or two. Yeah, but he that didn't was want news. the stretcher, right? Like, wasn't that the case? He, I don't think he did. He did. Yeah, yeah as a player, I yeah. see. I just don't think you, you want that. You know, it's yeah. like yeah. And why didn't they raise it right away? Did you guys notice that? <laughs> oh, I can't. No. I couldn't see that. that they, was it was down far. on the ground, and they rolled him on the ground till they had to get to the end of the court, and then they jacked it up. But that's a tough blow, and. 
but he's he's got his faith that's going to help him get through it and he's been through difficulties before in his career and and you know the biggest thing is there was no no ligament damage and, right and and and, and, then, no, and, and they can treat it non-operatively right so he right, can that's just the heal. plan that is the plan and and then what we've seen steve clifford and the and the guys do since then is pretty encouraging too because um they've done a nice job of kind of circling the wagons and figuring some things out on how to still be effective. In fact, Jeff, uh, our defensive numbers have really been better. Amazing. I mean, you lose your best defensive player who, you know, you're getting ready to push for first team all defense, if not defensive player of the year. And you lose him and, right. and still you're an elite defensive team. That's pretty impressive. And, and that's a credit, I think, to Steve Clifford and his staff. Yep. And then the guys that and have Kim come Birch in. You know, and Wes Kim Awundu. Birch, Wes Awundu, in particular, that really are good. kind of by committee filling in, you know, doing the work that Jonathan did. You know, obviously, we can't duplicate the block shots, right? That number is going to come down a little sure. bit. But right. you do it in different ways. You know, the deflections are up. The steals maybe are up I feel like everybody else bit. has stepped up, too. Yeah, Marcel has been a little better defensively. Evan has been really good defensively. Yeah. I mean, his job on Booker in Phoenix the other night, mm. he was really outstanding individually yeah. on, de- on the defensive end. But doesn't it point out even more? I mean, we mentioned it a couple times at the start of the year about how fortunate we were last year on the injury oh, front. Yeah. I mean, we've missed very Listen, let, can we be honest? Like, that was yeah. an anomaly oh. last year. That, yeah. was, that, that never happens. I mean, we had so few guys miss games. Well, we're paying. We're making up for it this we're year. We're definitely yeah. making up for it <laughs> this you year. Got, you got Al Farouk Aminu, who just hasn't been able to, to get right, and you don't know when or if you'll get him back. Yeah, and I'm not sure. Michael Carter-Williams has been hurt. You know, that's, the one, that's the one that I think that doesn't get talked about enough, mm-hmm. is, a, is Carter-Williams. I think that's been a huge loss for us. Well, if J.I. is the best defensive individual defender on the team, I think we all agree he is. Yeah. Michael Carter-Williams is second. Or Aaron yeah. is right there. Yeah. But MCW is an elite defender, too. So so we've missed arguably our top two defend, individual defensive players. For half the season. And still are one of the top. Where are we now? Fifth defensively? Number five, I think. I think so, yeah. yeah. Defensive well, We were number one points against. Right. I don't know what mm-hmm. we are rating. It's right before Christmas. Top, top yeah. ten. We're top five, top ten defensive team. Yeah. And those guys have been out. But what a testament to Cliff. It doesn't matter who you give him. He's got principles in place, and he's got defensive philosophies, and he expects Wes and Kim. I don't expect <laughs> you know, Because I think that's unfair. Because right. you, know, you would think, okay, well, these guys have been doing it. These guys have been out of the lineup in and out all year. But he expects them to go right in and not have a drop-off, and they are competing. They're competing their tails off, certainly on the defensive end. You have offensive def- deficiencies, but, but, uh, but these guys are competing. And it's a good we, opportunity for them too. No like, question. listen, like those guys, you always tell everybody, be ready. Like, be ready when your name's called. And it's very easy to just turn around and be like, oh, my name's never going to get called. Right. Well, now, now everybody, you know, look at the Phoenix game the other night. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's got to be ready. How many points did you want Josh Majet to score? A hundred. Right. <laughs> I wanted him to score. Ever pulled? Ever pulled harder for a guy? Right. I mean, everybody. I think in, in that locker room and um, Magic fans, I'm sure, really were pulling for him to have a big night. He did okay, you know. He I handled thought he it. was fine. He, he did. did. He handled everything really well. Not surprisingly, I mean, he's thirty years old. He's played all all around the world. He's he's um, he's he's an experienced basketball player, but he managed the team well. You know, I I always say this during the game: the the, the job of the bench is to come in, maintain right, right, and that's where they, they were when when you got into the game, or you point. increase the that's lead. And point. I think at the end of the game, he was right. He was it. His plus minus was maybe a minus one or zero or something. He's right there. I mean, yeah. he came in, played 12 minutes, and did his job. 
Um, you can't. There's nothing wrong. No, with that's that, big. Right? That's Huge. what you're supposed to do. Held the fort down. Yeah. Well, one last topic, and then we'll we'll get a couple questions in here. But uh, Daryl Armstrong going into the Hall of Fame. I think that's something we've not touched on yet, and I think that's a big deal. I think that's a big story, and it certainly is for us. But you know, you think about a guy that kind of came out of nowhere and got an opportunity <laughs> with this. It's a good Magic segue TV, right, right there. I mean, yeah. You guys were you guys saw that you were on the on the front lines of all that. Gabe finds this guy playing in all these leagues, and he's cooking yarn in yarn mills, and he gives him an opportunity. He said he'll never forget the smell of that yarn cooking when he had to drop the different dyes in and all that. Just a great story when you think about where he came from to now he's a, he's a Magic Hall of Famer. And I don't know that that honor will mean more to anyone than it will to Daryl Armstrong, except for I'm me. I'm really excited. He joins you in yeah, the Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah, it's, it's really a, it's, it's an exciting thing. But I can tell you this, that of all the years I've been around and working in sports and, and the NBA and even prior to that, it's the best story, I think. I, and I've said this many times. I told Daryl, I sat down with him once um, on an airplane and um, back early, you know, mid-'90s when he first started. His story is amazing. I, I jotted down the notes of, you know, where he played, what, you know, his whole – story of how he got to the nba it should be a hollywood movie it really is it it's <laughs> a fascinating i don't know who could play but you think about what he went kevin through. hart he played he played football <laughs> i think kevin hart could yeah, play daryl armstrong yeah, that'd like be a good one yeah, kevin hart college football I think the at rock fayetteville <laughs> state in north carolina and yeah. he was the place kicker and he <laughs> kicked he kicked field goals this is the truth wearing chuck taylor sneakers yeah for fayetteville straight state. on right straight, straight on, on he was a straight on kicker I mean, it's it's just a great story. You mentioned he worked in the yarn mill after he finished playing college. He he was a manager on the college basketball team at Fayetteville State. He was the place kicker on the football team. He started as the manager on the basketball team, and he winds up playing, you know, in the NBA and he's in the Magic Hall of Fame. I can't wait for that for his story to be told because you know that week right. that he's being feeded. In, uh, in Orlando, it'll be, uh, you know, people will write that story. Josh Robbins for The Athletic and John Denton for OrlandoMagic.com. You know, they're going to tell his story, and it, I think fans are going to really enjoy hearing that and, and seeing Daryl and just what a great guy he is. It's also, correct me if I'm wrong, it's the anniversary of the, the 20-year anniversary Hustle. of the Harden Hustle team, yeah, which to this day, you know, fans, if you ask them their favorite teams mm-hmm. outside of the – Maybe the you know the, the championship the finals teams it's that team so and he was the face the of the franchise yeah. for that four or five year stretch yeah. where he was a prominent player. You think about players that were the face of the team. He's one of of just a handful: Shaq, Penny, um, T Mac, mm-hmm. right. Dwight. Dwight, and then there was that era, that stretch, four or five years. It was Daryl Armstrong. He's really excited too. Like yeah. he's very, very, like he's very humbled. He couldn't. I don't think he believed it. I think he thought it was a prank. But he's very excited. He's he's really excited for February when that comes. So he's pumped. Well, we're excited too. And I think that's. Uh, you're right. That's a great story. It doesn't get told. And I, there may never be another story like that. I can't imagine. No. I cannot imagine a guy because of AAUs and. How does a guy come from where he came Slip from? Slip through the cracks like that? Slip through just the cracks not, like that. Yeah. And like be as good as he was. still get a shot. He was a really good player. Really yeah. good? Yeah. He was not an all-star, but he was Jeff. I mean, oh, talk yeah. about how good oh, he was. Well, the thing is, is you know, like, it's he's just a throwback. I mean, right. like, the such a competitor. Like, you know, I've told this before. It didn't matter. 
like practices with Daryl, you know, you, you ask, you know, Brian Shaw, any hard, any, any of the guards that had day every day had to go against Daryl in practice. And they're just like, nah, nah, they're not good memories for them. You know, it's just, that's awesome. Those were his games, right? Those Those were his games, you know, especially during those years he wasn't playing, you know, and he was just a part of the team. Those were his games, and he was going at it. It didn't matter. So, how many guys could learn from that? Like, take, take. Well, he's on the staff in Dallas. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, like, he's got to be a valuable guy. A on huge, that staff. right? Absolutely. Like, he has to yeah. take those guys that are like 10, 11, 12 on the roster and sit them down and say, like, look, this is what you do, and this yeah. is how I did it. And the guy played how many years in the NBA? 11, 12? Yeah. After Double digit. more, yeah. I think more. He's you know? nine with us, and I think yeah. he went. He had a few years after that. A few more years after that. 14, but, 15 years. No, that's going to be a fun night. That's going to be a really yes, fun night will. for everybody. Yeah, a lot of smiling right. faces in the arena that yeah. night. But now it's like, but it's the night that we play Dallas. Mm-hmm. So he's got other responsibilities, right? He'll so be a mess. Yeah, I can tell you right now, he'll, he'll be, be a mess. <laughs> he'll be a mess. <laughs> he'll have a hard time the, focusing. There's yeah. a video of a kid that had, uh, I don't know what ailment he had overcome, maybe cancer, but he wanted to meet Luca. I what it was, yeah. And he was at a game oh, and yes. all the signs, and he grabbed the seizures. kid. Seizures. He had overcome seizure seizures yeah. or something. Grabbed him, took him right on the court before the game over yeah. to meet Luka Doncic. And you're not, if you know Daryl, you're 0% surprised. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that he that's the kind of yep. things that he does and just the kind of person that did premature babies and all the work he did in Central Florida. So oh, there were ambulances. Uh, Florida, yeah. The old Florida hospital mm-hmm. had – they had an ambulance with Daryl's picture, picture on the on side him. of it yeah. for about 15 years. <laughs> yep. And those commercials he made with Bo were the They're best. The best. Those were fantastic. Yeah, so that's why people, people resonated with that. So um, – all right. Well, I guess as far as questions go, we, we, one one more came in. Uh, do you guys come back to Orlando on off nights? How does that work? So, like for example, on the West Coast, we know we're as soon as we take off. If it's a four game road trip, we don't come back. We're on the road. We get off days in cities, right? That's how and this one is and this one is twelve, 12 days. days. Could you remember one this long in the recent years? Yeah, I did a little research on that. You, <laughs> you might did. have missed that, George. It oh, was, is it This uh, Is Anything it got, yesterday? I got a buzzer on Is This Anything in Phoenix the other night. Yeah, there. this was the 13th six-game road trip. And uh, there have been several others that were 12, 13 days. This was, this is, it's a long one. This is a long one. No, we had, never had a seven-game trip. How many bags did you guys bring? Just one big one. One bag. I talked JT into Four suits. Not, not bringing a second bag. I yeah. was going to bring but, a, you know, a I was suit thinking bag, but I... It's really unfair because your clothes are larger than all of our clothes. That's true. Yeah, but that's... See, but this, this is the thing. See, it's like I get accused all the time. I'm the mean one, you know. <laughs> I'm never fair to David and everything. I'm glad you said that, David, so it's you can good. see that's it really wasn't good. fair to me for you to see. This is what I get all the time. <laughs> I'm true. glad you brought that up. Good point. It's just a constant, you know, making me feel guilty about Can something. Can we clear the air on this, by the way? <laughs> there are fans that think, some fans actually think you guys are going at each other on your Is This Anything segment. I know, that makes me laugh. That's that's so you funny. You kind of want to keep the mystery, and maybe there is yeah, a little. Yeah, I'm not, sometimes I'm not sure about JT. <laughs> <laughs> And the other night in Phoenix, boy, he was, uh, I, you know, I touched his uh, little notepad. Have you, have you seen his little notepad? <laughs> little, you get a scowl? He oh, he, he scolded me. Don't touch my things. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, know. I think David was just cranky. Were you just cranky? <laughs> yeah, when I get a buzzer, yeah, it, a buzzer it, 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 it sends it me it into you. a tailspin sometimes. That is good theater. Wait, what, what, on, you hold guys on, though. The what about the other night? What game was it? I don't remember what game it was during the homestand where David Turner and I saw what – sometimes I don't – if we're at the game, I don't see what this is anything – is this anything is. 
and it was the other night where you did the Texas centers. Yeah. So I, don't even, I don't even know what it was. I just could see the graphic. And then you guys buzzer. went to break yep. and David turned around and you said, you got, or you both turned around and said, is that anything? And I went, no. And David goes, well, you don't have to laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> Put that kind of work in. I think you take, I did a lot of work on that. I was like, that's crap. I don't <laughs> but you know, but see, but the thing is, is like, he likes that work right like it's, david be yeah, honest it's the journey is it is it. right it's the, the process it you is, get to tell right. that story and that and he'll that. he'll do that anyway see that's <laughs> yeah, the thing that's, and it's, I was doing it for 30 years that's true yeah, been, and now it's a thing and now it's something it's definitely most something. of the night most of the yeah. time it's not anything <laughs> do you still have your guy well, that keeps the bit. stats do you have your guy that way in from time derek fukes keeps our graphic oh he does he keeps them all what do you know what the stats are four games over 500 that's good better than the magic it's getting slipping every year. <laughs> you realize this is He's the third year. His house. <laughs> Are you? Yes, I walked in the other Coach? night. Coach? No, my wife. <laughs> Sally know. says you got a you got another buzzer. You got to come up with some better stuff. <laughs> I said, really? I come home and get abuse from you? I have to take it from Jeff and George Galante sitting behind me. I, I come home. Even the dogs looking at me funny. He's not. He's not helping you guys. You guys are going to get more. I'm telling you, you're going to get beat up around town if you keep if you keep coming at him. Comron wants to know if we can get Jameer on Pod Squad. Oh, yeah, we, have, we should be able. Would to that, do that cost us? Do we have a budget cost. for that? Oh, he might have to phone in for that one. Yeah, can he yeah, phone well, in? Well, we go to Philly, and I'm going to put it out. Oh, to him. We'll see okay. If we can get him when we go to Philly. That would be good. Yeah. Okay, so do we have our last thing? Do we have our five, our five international players? We're pretty sold on Vooch at the five, right? All right. What about what about Michael Petrus at the two? Oh, forgot. Well, about he had him. Evan, but so can we? Roll oh, Evan Petrus at the three, well, maybe we and put then Petrus in, to the four. Yes, you like that? I think we could do that. Are we missing? And then then we have a bench of Gortat. Hito could be your point guard, and Vooch is our center. Vooch yeah. is our center. Hito's our four. Well, we'd just go fluid, right? Evan. Evan is our two, and Petrus is our three, and Carlos Arroyo is our one. Can and then Carlos we have a bench of Gortat. O'Donnell. O'Donnell Foyle. Right. Got to have him on there. <laughs> a lot of bigs. Who else? We got a lot of bigs. Who else? Milicic. Darko Milicic. Illumideo Yadeji. I don't know about Illumideo. No. Bismack Biombo. Gierczyk. Gordon Gierczyk. Gordon Gierczyk. Throw he gave him us a couple there? good good years. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a, that's a good enough team, team, right? It's better than the all left-handers team that I'm I'm working on. Is for that for tomorrow? For something? Or for a, for a or upcoming game? For anything? After this big lefty, give us the next closest um, one. I don't want to give away. Oh, I like I'm it. Still I like Mark McNamara was a left-hander, wasn't he? Is he a left-hander? Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, you had him as number thirty. I know, I know. I <laughs> for fixed a long it. Time. I fixed it. I don't even know how that happened. All right, guys. Good work. Good impromptu. Good impromptu podcast, and we'll. We'll reconvene here soon. I, I know we're going to get Lindsey Winninger on the next one, and I'm excited about that. For those that don't know our our uh, physical trainer, I mean, she's worked with Lindsey Vaughn and some some other celebrity athletes, and and we'll have some. I think that'll be a that'll fun be one. good. Maybe she can look at my back. Yeah, I don't That'd think she's going to do that. No, probably. I had not. a cramp in my leg last night. <laughs> I don't think she's going to do it tonight. I don't think she's going to fix that. Oh. Can you get off my pillows now? All right, <laughs> all right. Make Thanks, the best. Guys.